Broadcasting from Wing It in Port Washington, Wisconsin, this is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe, the man whose golf game is exactly the same as his favorite pair of high heels. Non-existent. <laughs> and now, here's the host of What's the Score? Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. It is great to be back on What's the Score and kick off our summer being here at Wing It in Port Washington. We've got some tasty games and three terrific panelists who are ready to showcase their knowledge for us today. If you are already bored with summer vacation and are tired of fantasizing about Game Master Shyby and high heels... <laughs> Anyway, uh, and want to be a contestant on What's the Score, go ahead and visit our website at WTSSportsQuiz.com and sign up today. I didn't write this script, but you can also find the show on demand on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and on our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com. Let's meet our panelists this week. First up, he is the sports director at CBS 58 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's Kevin Holden. Which automatically tells you one thing, because you did say three terrific contestants, and then you introduced me first, so just snip that one right off. Take that, I At guess, for what it is. At least two terrific contestants. At least, right. Well, we said panelists as well, too. Oh, panelists, so. okay. With tasty games, terrific panelists. It's a little asterisk there. Two terrific panelists and Kevin. Yes, and Kevin's here. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> You're too modest. <laughs> Next up, he is a daddy, a horseman, a writer, and an evening anchor at TMJ4 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's George Mallet. Good to be here. Good to have you back, George. Welcome back. Uh, how's the horse circuit been treating you recently? Uh, well, I, I, I lost money on the Derby. I lost money on the Preakness, and then I redeemed myself with the Belmont Stakes. There you go. I, I had Irish War Cry win place show, and he placed. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nicely done. And finally, our last panelist today, he is an Emmy nominee, an ordained minister, and the sports anchor over at 620 WTMJ in Milwaukee. It's Doug Russell. God bless you all, everyone. Thomas <laughs> Always a pleasure, Father Russell. Thank you. All right, panel. Well, it's great to have you all back again with us today. Uh, Game Master Shyby, I need to say something before we get going today. Uh, it seems like every time we do a live show, Kevin and Doug find themselves on our panel. Now, I don't know if that's because they like us or they just like the free food that we get when we do live shows. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm here for the food. I don't know about you guys. Though. Our wives are besties, so they get to hang out during that's the true. show. That's true. It's all about the wives. Yes. This is all a big elaborate plan just for them to hang out. <laughs> Absolutely. I get it now. It makes so much more sense why I keep getting those emails now. That makes so much more sense. Well, it's time to get this show on the the road with our first contestant game. Joining us here at Wing It to play Quotable Context is Sean Maris. Welcome to the show, Sean. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, Sean, you're going to be playing our first game called Quotable Context, where Game Master Shivey is going to read you five quotes from this last week's news, get at least three correct, and you'll win a What's the Score prize. If you do get stuck on a question, you can talk to one of our three panelists for a hint, but only on one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play, sir? Oh, I'm so ready. All right, here is your first quote. I told you. From the words of Zeus, Jesus, everybody said he's going to be a Laker. That was LeVar Ball talking about which player that was drafted by the Lakers that'd this be, last Thursday night. That'd be his beautiful boy, Lonzo Ball. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Nicely done. Uh, LeVar also said he believes Lonzo will take L.A. to the playoffs in his first year. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if Zeus could pull that one off. But yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> next thing you know, you're going to be telling me that Lonzo's better than Michael Jordan as well, too. At least according to LeVar, he is. He but hasn't said that yet? I thought he had. Had I, he not? He, he said he that he could beat something. him in a one-on-one. -on -one. Actually, he said that he could he, beat him. Yeah, LeVar himself LeVar. could beat MJ in a one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Well, okay. Lonzo could beat MJ in a one-on-one -on -one today. Probably, yeah. yes. He's, He's in his got 50s. The, you know. got a step on him. Jordan's still got that, jump back, that jumper, though. All right, here is your next quote. I hate to go there, but I was supposed to be the MVP this year of the Super Bowl. But it's all good. We got another shot. That was which Super Bowl 51 player who just can't seem to let that Super Bowl loss to the Patriots go? 
I'd be the saddest boy in the land. That's Devontae Freeman. That is correct. Yes, <laughs> nicely done. Of course, many folks remember the incredible comeback by the Patriots, but Freeman and company uh, still have a lot to prove this upcoming season after being terrible two years ago and then being really good last year. But my question to you guys is, do you think the Falcons are going to make a run back to the Super Bowl again this year? I grew up in Atlanta. I know you did. There's no chance they make a run to the Super Bowl this year. This is a once every 20 years thing, and they only do that so they don't relocate. Okay, that's all it is. Well, they've got a brand new stadium. That, that they do. So, so they are relocating, not, well, but in the across, same zip code. Yeah, like across the street. Yeah. They, they didn't take the Atlanta Braves path and move into <laughs> the suburbs. I, I was down there for the, for the Packers-Atlanta playoff game, and uh, I couldn't find any Falcons fans really? in the heart of Atlanta. I mean, it was, wow. it was bizarro. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, you couldn't, even find, you, you couldn't even find football fans. Interesting. In the yeah. heart of Atlanta. Yeah. I'm still surprised that they have a baseball team. I don't think baseball in Atlanta, personally. I don't know, Kevin, obviously you the being Cop down County there. Braves? Well, yeah. They, they, they play now in the busy. The, the idea, I think, is to, is to make a team that no one can actually get to. Okay. It's at the busiest intersection of two interstates in town. It's a good, town. like, mental, like, in theory, like, oh, yeah, we've got, like, major sports. There's a, there's a major league baseball team over there. Now, there's enough gridlock that you can't get there until right. next <laughs> Wednesday. But it exists over there. So in other words, back at, back in the day when they used to make the playoffs, too, you'd, you'd go to the games, and there's these guys in their brand-new Atlanta Braves hats because the first game they went to was the first playoff game. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. They weren't there all season. Well, let's be honest, too, with as slow as the baseball games are nowadays, it'll you know by the time you get there next Wednesday, they'll only be in the third <laughs> inning. So. All right, here's your next quote, Sean. Chicago, I love you. Thanks for embracing a kid from Tomball like one of your own. That was the what new member of the Minnesota Timberwolves after he was traded Thursday evening? Uh, Mark own Jimmy Butler. Yes, that is correct, Jimmy Butler. The Wolves are maybe starting to look like they're going to be interesting next season. Now uh, you've got Jimmy Butler, of course, Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins all lining up for them. It should be a fun squad to watch in 2017, 2018. I know they play in the Western Conference. Do we need to be too worried about them? Are they going to make a, a, a low playoff seed next year? Or what do we think about yeah, this? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you look at Golden State. The, the Warriors were completely irrelevant six years ago. Completely irrelevant. Yes. And now they've gone to three straight NBA Finals. They've got the best team that uh, has possibly been put together. And I think that while everyone hates the super team, you look at uh, what what Minnesota is building, and hopefully what they're building here in Milwaukee as well. You know, a team that can rise from irrelevance to right. being a superstar uh, laden club. But LeBron didn't start the super team. For those that were wondering, right, exactly, or so he says, <laughs> right. at least. All right, here is your next quote, not Sean. One, not two, not three. <laughs> Now it's done. From the jump, I've wanted to be a Raider for life. One step closer to that. Blessed. Business done. Let's just play now. That was what extremely heavy, uh, what ex- exclamation point have you tweet from which Raiders player who signed a lucrative contract this last week? Derek Carr. That is correct. Derek Carr. Now correct me if I'm wrong. With this new five-year, $125 million contract, Carr is now the highest-paid player in the NFL right now. Or is it just the highest-paid quarterback? I don't know. Highest-paid well, highest 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 player, player is usually the highest-paid player in the NFL. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I just, there's so many things that I personally think are just so wrong about this deal. I mean, the inconsistencies and all the different things that the Raiders have shown over the, over the Carr era of the very short one. However, though, it does open up a lot of good things come contract time for guys like Aaron Rodgers and others that have contracts coming up in the next and, couple of years. And the saving grace is he's so uh, 
from my point of view, he's so likable. I like Derek Carr. Yes, yeah. he uh, is. I agree. He's, he's this wasn't like a, a Colin Kaepernick or somebody else. It's a polarizing right. figure, even like an Andy Dalton or something, too. Yeah. I mean, which, when he got his big contract You don't like the Red ago, Rocket? Uh, I mean, he's very... He's, they beat the Badgers in the Rose Bowl, so no! Yes, exactly. <laughs> Down with you, Red Rocket. This, this contract for, for, uh, for Derek Carr is justice, though. $125 million, right? So a million for every sack David Carr used to take yeah. in a season. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to funnel some of the money David's way. The Carr have done is. such a good job of funneling money out of the NFL because David Carr was that number one draft pick for the Texans, and now you know Derek's got this money as well too. So mom and dad did something right. I now guess. At least Derek earned his. Yes, exactly. <laughs> David just you know had to take a, a ton of hits to basically maybe remember that he played football at one point. <laughs> All right, uh, here is your final quote, Sean. Please dunk on him so hard his daddy has to run onto the court to save him. That was 76ers Joel Embiid Thursday night. After which player was drafted number two overall? Considering it's talking about daddy, I'm going to say it's Lonzo Ball. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Lonzo Ball. Uh, ben Simmons, uh, Embiid's uh, teammate, also joined in the social media firestorm and called the move crazy pills. Uh, only time will tell, though, how good Lonzo uh, can actually ball in the NBA. I, I don't know what to make of Lonzo Ball. People are saying he might be the rookie of the year. People are saying he's going to be a big bust. I don't necessarily know how you how you view a person like this. You know how you do it? You let him play 82 games and figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And stop listening to his idiot father. Exactly. I completely agree with you on that one. Game Master Shiby, how did Sean do on our game? Sean went five for five. He's a winner. Hey, congratulations, Sean. Thank you much for playing, sir. We appreciate it. Looks like we're heading to our first break now, but when we come back, our panelists will have their first crack at showcasing their knowledge of this week's sports news. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hello all, I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master here at What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Thanks for listening in. I may not know much about sports, but what I do know about are our social media pages. Check us out on Facebook at What's the Score or Twitter and Instagram at at WTS Sports Quiz. Thanks very much for listening. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. This week, our panelists are Kevin Holden, George Mallet, and Doug Russell. And now, here's your host at Wing It in Port Washington, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Time now for our panelists to showcase their knowledge about this past week's sports news. Kevin, we will start with you, sir. Oh, boy. An Ohio State fan played a pretty nasty but funny prank on his neighbor this past week. What did he do to his neighbor? Oh, my goodness. Where have I been for the last week to have missed that? <laughs> Usually, if it's anything Ohio State-related, I'd... I get to hear about it. Just you know, we're close enough to Ohio. Right. Everybody's screaming about it. It's true. What what prank would he have pulled? I, am I allowed you to can ask, ask for hints? I'll yeah. ask for a hint. Absolutely. So um, he did something that's a normal summertime activity when you know the front and the back of your house need to be groomed. He helped his neighbor out by doing something to his lawn. Oh boy, he he must have put the uh, Ohio State logo in somebody's lawn in some I'm... capacity. Yeah. Yes, he, his uh, his neighbor is a Michigan Wolverines fan, oh so boy. he uh, he mowed Ohio into his lawn while his neighbor was gone on vacation. So nicely done on that one. <laughs> 
Uh, I can't say I've ever gone to such lengths to show how dedicated I am to a team that I support, but uh, have you guys ever played pranks on your neighbors before while they've been gone or, you know, switched their mm. mail out for them or rearranged? No, like, I've never played a prank. No, no, because no. Why not? not? I mean... <laughs> I feel, no. like, I feel like you have, Josh. I'm you not were, incriminating myself. You were at all, very am I? quick to do to to say no. <laughs> Hasn't played one today, right? Exactly. I, I yes, lived sir. on a, I lived on a golf course when I lived when I was in Florida. So oh, we, yeah. we would go out to the sand traps in the middle of the night and just write random messages or create faces <laughs> in there and just leave the because they left the rakes out there. So we could just go out and just you know, stupid high school kids. We wouldn't draw anything like bad in there. It was just people would walk up the sand sure. trap the next day, be like, "Why is there a, a, a palm tree here?" I don't know it's because we decided to do it. All right, George, the next one's for you. Okay. One Packer fan took his level of loyalty and support for the team to a whole new level this past week. What did he do? He married a girl with the last name Packer. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Ryan Holton Murphy married Dr. Mary Parker, or Packer rather, and took her last name. So Ryan Packer is now an official Packer fan for life. Fun fact, they got married in Chicago as well, too. <laughs> so that's, I've, got, I've that's gotten married for worse reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's team, that's, that's team loyalty right there. I, I, I can't say if, if my wife's last name would have been Packer or any of the other teams that I support if I would have taken. I don't know. Maybe I would have hyphenated, maybe. But I was going to take know. my wife's last name. Yeah? Well, for television purposes. Did you know, you know what her last name is? No. Her, is. her maiden last name is Blaze. Picture. Oh, that'd be awesome. Now, sports with <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Blaze. <laughs> I feel like you really missed out on an opportunity like that. She has a brother named Kevin. That's why it didn't happen. Uh-huh. Have, I think you'd have to change your first name to Max. Max <laughs> Blaze. <laughs> I like it. Sounding more on and more like a Marvel character every day. <laughs> <laughs> the villain, Max Blaze. All right, well, I knew the first two questions, so now you're going to give me something ridiculous. All right, so, so Doug, in cricket this last oh, week. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> No, so this year's NBA and WNBA drafts actually had something happen for the first time ever in the history of both of their drafts. What was that? I need a hint. Uh, it involves both players being um, – both players share a, a commonality that were t- taken number one overall, the man and the female. Uh, they were from both from the University of Washington. Yes, yep, that is correct. <laughs> Markel Fultz and Kelsey Plum uh, were both taken number one overall and hail from Washington University. First time this has ever been done where players from the same university have been drafted first overall in their respective drafts. I knew about Markel. So. <laughs> yeah, we all knew about Markel Fultz. And I, I was surprised by that because there was such a dynasty for both UConn's men and women's I am basketball. That. And that's why when I when no. I heard this, I was like, really? It came to Washington. You would have no. assumed that there would have been something else. Yeah, but Washington didn't. The Washington men, what did they win? Like two Pac-12 games or something? Something else? like yes. that. They weren't, they weren't that great but yeah. they made it to the didn't they make it to the tournament though i thought or did they just miss out i don't, I don't remember hearing a lot about markel fultz think, in march madness yeah yeah so. oh, well there you go well all we're heading to a break but when we come back our next contestant will show us his golf game we'll show you what we mean in just a few minutes when we come back on what's the score the sports news quiz
Hey, what's the score, fans? This is Chris Christofko from TitletownSoundOff.com. And I'm the guy they call Bobbo, and we want to tell you a little bit about what our podcast, Titletown Sound, has to offer. Titletown Sound is about everything related to the 13-time world champions of football, the Green Bay Packers. We talk about the games, the players, the coaches, the controversies, breaking news, rumors, and all the ups and downs that come with the unpredictable NFL season. We also love to interact with our fans every week. Even if you don't like football, you may still love our podcast. We have a lot of entertainment value mixed in with our informative takes on the Packers. You, you just read all the lines, Chris. I mean, you read your lines and then you read all of mine. You can find us on iTunes and at our website, TitletownSoundOff.com, where you can also find our opinions and learn about our personal stories and interactions with members of the Green Bay Packers. What are, what, what are you doing? The, the, uh, the other guys on the show asked me to keep you from saying too much in the commercial. James and Jeremy asked you to do that? No, um, actually, uh, Baxter and Josh asked me. Oh. I mean, this is an important commercial spot, and, well, uh, your biggest contribution on the show to date is quoting Avril Lavigne songs. Okay. Well, that's a valid point. Give us a try. What could it hurt? Titletown Sound on TitletownSoundOff.com. It's not complicated. Don't, don't do that. Oh, sorry. Force of habit. Hello all and welcome back to Wing It in Port Washington, Wisconsin. This is What's the Score, the Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Shibe, your Game Master. We have a fantastic panel here today. It's George Mallet, Doug Russell, and Kevin Holden, and they'll have the opportunity to show their prowess in just a little bit. Before that, though, here's the host of What's the Score, Baxter Coleman. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. Coming up, we put our panelists to the test in our Name 5 Panelist Showdown. If you'd like to play our games on the air, visit our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, and you can sign up today. Well, for those that know, uh, Aaron Hills here in Wisconsin was the site of the U.S. Open just a few short weeks ago. And uh, according to a lot of different national newspapers, it's considered one of the nicest places on earth that you'll ever go because the hospitality was wonderful. I know Kevin, Doug, George, I believe you all were there at mm-hmm. some point uh, to help cover that. Uh, did, you, did you believe that it was so nice from what people well, were we saying? We live here, so. Of course, you're just a nice guy, Doug, right. so well. we understand that. Kevin's a big jerk, though. He is. That's true. That's true. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the 2004 Tiger Woods of jerks. You know what I mean? Oh, my like, goodness. That oh, sets That's the, a high uh, level. Sets <laughs> it up. It was, I thought the place was tremendous, and I thought the hospitality part is, is true, but that term, Wisconsin nice, is yeah. something that people don't know until they experience it. Mm-hmm. And what I'm worried about is that the secret that is Wisconsin is going to start getting out uh, nationwide. You know? Like, the, the, yeah, right? This is fantastic. It's a hidden gem mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Exactly. I don't know if I want people to know. How nice we are? <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, and how great it is. Well, with that being said, we decided to put a game together, Game Master Shivey, about the U.S. Open and uh, some of the historical things that have happened as well uh, throughout its time. That's right. And playing our next game is Mark Maurice. Welcome to the show, Mark. We'll ask you six questions about the U.S. Open. Answer four out of six correctly, and you'll win a What's the Score prize. If you'd like, you can ask one of our panelists for a hint, but on only one question, so make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right. All right. Here is your first question. Back in 2000, Tiger Woods, as we just talked about, played arguably the best golf tournament anyone has ever played at Pebble Beach. How many shots did he win by? Is it A, 15, B, 12, or C, 10? B12? That is incorrect, unfortunately. No, it was 15 shots that he won by. Absolutely incredible. 
uh, back in 2000. That's not 2004, Tiger Woods. 2000. He was he was he getting was kind to of the, a nice guy still, yeah. but he was he was getting to that pinnacle of, of snarkiness at that Streaks point. Streaks of jerk. That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's your next one. Phil Mickelson has finished second six times in the U.S. Open. He lost the tournament in heartbreaking fashion at what golf course in 2006? Was it A. Pinehurst number two, B. Bethpage Black, or C. Winged Foot? Uh, a is incorrect, unfortunately. No, it was uh, C, Winged Foot. Uh, I don't know where Winged Foot is located. I'm not I don't know, biggest. but you remember he, he uh, pulled out driver on 18 on the 72nd hole, bounced it off the clubhouse roof. Oh, that was, it was, that was classic. Had to be there. Everybody it laughed. It was <laughs> insane. <laughs> I really wish he, had co- I wish he had come this year. I just have a feeling that he would have, I don't know, with those wide fairways, I mm-hmm. think he would have had a nice day. Yep. I feel nice, like we all nice have on those days. wide fairways, yeah. I feel like. <laughs> all right, here is your next one. Uh, who won the U.S. Open this last weekend here at Aaron Hills in Wisconsin? Was it A, Brooks Kepka, B, Tommy Fleetwood, or C, Brian Harmon? A, Brooks Kepka. Yes, A, Brooks Kepka is correct. Kepka was uh, doing pretty good throughout the entire tournament. Um, Ricky Fowler was, uh, some might say, a disappointment after how close he was for a while. And Tommy Fleetwood was uh, exchanging the lead as well for a little bit. But Kepka on Sunday, obviously, solidifying everything. I thought the green and gold bag would do it for for Ricky Fowler. He was trying to harness that that Packer, that Wisconsin nice. Uh, Fun fact, Brooks Kepka's girlfriend will uh, appear in Sharknado 5. Oh, really? Yeah. Why Wait, are no, we're not, not even making that up. Why are there so many shark tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> no, dead serious. Josh, wow, all right. Josh, you keep trying to get into the acting field. Why are you not in Sharknado? That should be a perfect springboard that, that for is, your career. That's dream, Sharknado backs. 5 that's was just here a week ago. You should have totally <laughs> gotten on that. Could have <laughs> They're on five, Josh. <laughs> You've had five. They're literally pulling this. people off the streets because <laughs> they all keep getting eaten by sharks. You're bound to get a chance eventually. And they keep making them, so the odds are. Right, yeah. It's, you're going to get paid. At some point, it's just like the Fast and Furious franchise. It's got to get good. Right. right. At some point, after after 12, maybe someone's going to have to just be a hologram, (laughs) and then it'll finally be good. All right, here is your next uh, question provided by Game Master Shivey. Tiger Woods' last major victory was in 2008 at Torrey Pines and and was won in a 19-hole playoff. Who was Tiger's opponent in that playoff? Was it A, Rocco Mediate, B, Bob May, or C, Ernie Els? Rocco Mediate, that's correct. That is correct. Nicely done. A Rocco Mediate. I've never heard of Rocco Mediate. You don't watch Pittsburgh. a lot of golf, do you? I do not. Is Tiger still on the tour? I've heard he's a heck of a player. Arnold Palmer it makes a strong drink. That's all I've been told. Speaking of Arnold Palmer, there we go. Uh, Kevin is being sponsored by Arnold Palmer today, apparently. Uh, but speaking of Arnold Palmer, for your next question, he came back and won the 1960 U.S. Open, so back when Kevin was just a child. Uh, in riveting fashion, how many shots was he behind going into the final round? Was it A, 7, B, B6 or C8? You do have a hint if you want to use your hint as well. I'm going to take the hint. hint. Okay. Do you want to talk to Doug, George, Kevin? Because he was still (laughs) a child. Because I was around at that time. Uh, (laughs) Wow. For for numbers, too. It was... was (laughs) If there's like different ways. If you were thinking of it in terms of poetry, it would be a heavenly win for Palmer. Heavenly win for Palmer. So your options again were seven, six, or eight. So which one of those three numbers has a heavenly number? If you're thinking poetically. Seven. Seven. Yes, that is correct. (laughs) Nicely done. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, like you said, he was around. He knew what was going on. All right, here is your last one. 
Dustin Johnson was almost a major champion multiple times before last year's victory. Where did he win his first major championship? Was it A, Chambers Bay, B, Oakmont, or C, Pinehurst number two? Chambers Bay is incorrect. No, it was Oakmont, unfortunately. Where Jordan Spieth won it. Uh, Oakmont's in Pennsylvania. Okay. Chambers Bay is when Jordan Spieth won two years ah, ago out in Washington. There we go. Game Master Shiby, how did Mark do on our game? Mark got three out of six correct, but you know what? Since that's half, I'm actually going to say that he's a winner. Okay, on this there we go. I like it. Well, congratulations, Mark. We appreciate you playing our games today, sir. All right, panel, some more questions for you. All right, George, we're going to start with you. You're, you're a father, of course. You, yep. you know what, the, what that means. Um, and we also know about the most polarizing father in the sports world right now, LeVar Ball. But if you think he has been over the top, there is actually another man that might be rivaling that guy right now. Uh, he's the father of 17-year-old Juventus player Moise Keen, who's claiming that the Italian football team is not making good on their part of his son's contract. What does he claim that the team <laughs> owes him? The father himself. The father, apparently, in this contract deal (laughs) with the Italian soccer club, apparently his father was supposed to get something out of this contract deal. What is the team not making good on by giving this to to this guy's father? Uh, He was supposed to get a car. No, yeah, no, not un- not a, not a car. Unfortunately, he was supposed it's a to wheeled get, vehicle. It is a wheeled vehicle. I'll give you one more stab at it. It's not uh, a car. Sherman tank. <laughs> Those are treads. Those are treads. Unfortunately, no, it was a tractor. He was supposed oh. to be given tractors. Uh, Keen's father apparently wants to cultivate the land he owns on the, in the Ivory Coast with rice and corn. So wow. apparently, a part of his contract deal for his 17-year-old son, they were going to give his father tractors. I, I had not heard about this until a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, how did you hear about it, Doug? Probably a couple of days ago. Probably I don't know. a couple of days ago. You know, <laughs> that's probably one of the weirdest things I've seen. I know baseball players sometimes get really weird, like incentives built in, like oh, I want a hot tub or I want weird things like that. Or a tractor. Like, or or a tractor. tractor. Yeah. You, you sometimes you need a tractor. Drayton McLean, uh, when he signed Roy Oswalt to the extension years ago, Oswalt's a Mississippi guy. Part of it was you got this much money, and he literally rolled out a couple of tractors and said, <laughs> and those. Wow. And Oswald said, deal. I, so I, miss, I miss having a tractor. I had a New Holland right up until I moved back to Milwaukee. Oh, wow. Big mm. old 27-horsepower boomer. So the next time all of your contracts come up with your respective companies, be like, I want a tractor. Hook a guy up. Make it a New Holland. <laughs> yes, exactly. George is like, I'll stay for life. It's fine. <laughs> all right, Doug, the next one's for you. Tom Brady was in Tokyo on a promotional tour recently, and he took the opportunity to, to, to do some Butsukari Geiko, which is a form of practice for which sport? <laughs> Sumo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sumo wrestling. Fun fact, when I used the voice recognition on my phone to try to figure out how to say that, uh, I got Pat Sakura Gecko. <laughs> Pat Sakura Gecko. Close enough, Google. Close Thank enough. you so much. Yeah, so I don't know how Patriots fans feel about their quarterback who says he's going to play another, like, 25 years sumo wrestling over uh, in Tokyo. <laughs> but did you see who he was sumo wrestling? I did not. His six-year-old was... son. So oh, I think he's wow. Good. <laughs> I mean, his, didn't his six-year-old son, like, juke out a couple of guys in the Patriots, like, promotional flag football game or something? I, I, he might have. Yeah. Probably. I think he's Gronk spiked as well, too. Well, but and there are, I don't know if they're just promotional photos, but I know there were photos on Twitter of Brady actually in a match with a real sumo wrestler, oh, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see those. Yeah. It's all for the shot. Do it yeah. for the shot, oh, yeah. Josh. You're an actor. <laughs> he you was know? down 18 in the in, late in that match and came back and won it. <laughs> 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 Kevin was there. He was around. <laughs> exactly. Well, this also is interesting, too, because Brady has taken time to mention that he wants to play an NFL game in China.
China as well, too, sometime in the near future. This game was supposed to actually happen uh, back in the early 2000s, but got canceled for several reasons. But uh, the NFL in China seems a little surprising to me, I guess. We've got London, you've got Mexico, you've got sometimes Canada gets roped into that, that conversation as well, too. But China, though, I mean, I know that the, the, the Asian culture just blows everything out of proportion. I mean, that's why anime and all that other stuff is so popular. But did, would the NFL survive? For a game like this, would it would it be worth a, the time? One game, one a one sure. a one off. Sure, uh, the Badgers played in uh, the Tokyo Dome against Mich- Michigan State. Against Michigan State about yeah. uh, 1993. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Uh, mm-hmm. And that was how they clinched going to the uh, their first modern era Rose Bowl. Hmm. Hmm. Back in uh, 1993. So one game, one sure. game potentially, and a, a team a like the Patriots, or a series probably not. Right, exactly. We're not looking to put a, an NFL team in Tokyo. That right. might it's be such a gigantic market. Why wouldn't it work? Really? That's true. Yeah. You know I mean? That makes total sense to me. Uh, all right, Kevin. Last question here. This round goes to you. A record was set during this year's NBA draft involving more than half the teams in the league. Uh, what was that record? That, that has to do with trades, draft day trades. No, actually, oh. it does not. It, it, it involves the players taken in the draft, something significant about those about some of the players in the first round. Hmm, that's interesting. Is it uh, maybe all under a certain age, like under 21 or something? Uh, that's, that's one way to look at it, yes, to an extent. Um, it's Underclassmen, maybe? Yeah, we'll give it to him. Yeah, yeah. so there was uh, 16 freshmen drafted in the first round wow. of the NBA draft. So nicely nicely done on that one. Uh, of course, the draft was headlined by Lonzo Ball and Markel Fotes, of course, but uh, seeing 16 freshmen come out continues to beg the question of whether or not the NCAA should change their eligibility rules. Should they at least have to play two years? I mean, you have to play three years to, for college football to go to the NFL these 18-, 19-year-old kids, for the most part, as we usually see with the millions of dollars that they get, aren't very smart with it as well, too. So 16 freshmen coming out this year. I think the NBA just got a whole lot younger. I'm going to be very curious to see how this 2017-18 year goes with all these young guys running around. What it means is the D League, or the sorry, the G League, yes. as it's called this the year, G League now. is yeah. going to Gatorade be League. Uh, Gatorade. Uh, sponsor. In, incredibly uh. crazy to watch over the next year or two because all these 18-, 19-year-old kids are going to be projects. They're, yeah. There's not a lot of them that will be ready to contribute in a real way. So mm-hmm. I, that's what's going to happen is all those spots in mm-hmm. the in the G League, which sounds a lot like G League. Remember uh, oh, J-O yeah. and uh, – Oscar winner. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oscar winner. Please. Like a Razzie. No, what's the, what's the opposite of the Oscar? I think it is That's the Razzie. The Razzie, yeah. 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 So head up to Oshkosh Arena and watch the uh, Wisconsin Herd. And the Herd. That's, uh, <laughs> Instead of the three-headed deer, Were I you expecting loved... a better logo than the three-headed deer? No. Yes. thought it looked a little weird. No, because the, if you look at all the logos around the, the now G League, they're all brand extensions. That's Fair all enough. they are. They just keep adding heads to all the logos. Well, that's, yeah, just to, more, it's like well, Hydra. Well, Buck is, is one, but in Herd, you have to have of course. a grouping of them. I mean, I, I understood the concept, <laughs> but it was just like a three-headed deer. I'm like, that's terrifying. <laughs> but <laughs> I get like, there's only so much you can do with graphics, yeah. I guess. A three-headed deer or just one large Rashad Vaughn picture. Which <laughs> 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 Might have been better. I don't know. Well, it's time for another break, but don't worry. We'll be right back, and our panelists will have another chance to answer some questions about this week's sports news. Before we go, I want to mention that Kevin gets an additional point for a successful hint in go. our game with Mark earlier. Nicely done, Kevin. Yes. Nicely done. Ooh. Now, don't Holy. go away, folks. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz.
So you're sitting at home probably right now thinking, hey, you know what? What's the score? Sounds like a really fun show. I'm really enjoying my time listening. But you know what you're not doing? You're not signing up to be a contestant, and we want you to do that. Go to our website, WTSSportsQuiz.com, and click on the contact form or fill out the contestant form on the front page of the website. Or go visit us on Facebook, What's the Score of the Sports News Quiz, or on Twitter, at WTS Sports Quiz, and click on one of the social media posts that have Be a Contestant. You could win a great prize. You get to talk to Game Master Shivey. You get to talk to me. You just get to have sports news quiz fun at the highest level. It seems like a pretty obvious thing, so why are you still listening? Go! Go do that right now! Go be a contestant on What's the Score? We need you! But seriously, though, thank you. I appreciate it. Hello all, I'm Josh Scheibe, your Game Master here at What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Thanks for listening in. I may not know much about sports, but what I do know about are our social media pages. Check us out on Facebook at What's the Score? Or Twitter and Instagram at at WTS Sports Quiz. Thanks very much for listening. Welcome back to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz, and thanks for listening in. We're broadcasting from Winget in Port Washington, Wisconsin. I'm your game master, John Scheibe, and we're playing this week with Doug Russell, Kevin Holden, and George Mallet. And here once again is your host of What's the Score, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a great show so far. Quick reminder, go check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and on Spreaker.com and Stitcher as well, too. No matter what app you like to listen to us on, you can find us. Just search for What's the Score, and we'll come up. It's time for our segment we like to call Stump the Shibe. The way it works is I give Game Master Shibe two sports facts. One of them is real. One of them is completely fabricated, like his love for high heels and <laughs> wine on a Thursday evening. Anyway. I like the wine. <laughs> I know. I guess that's true. All right. Are you ready to go, sir? I'm a bit rusty, but let's do it. Perfect. <laughs> well, I wanted to I wanted to go back to some of the the best of Game Master Shibe Stump the Shibe oh question. Boy. So this is a question you've had at one point, but it's been a long time since uh-huh. you've had this question. All right, here we go. Your first of your two facts. Number one, Jared Goff of the L.A. Rams is the only NFL player to have triple citizenship, U.S., French, and German. His father was in the Navy for 22 years and moved around. And number two, Sammy Sosa holds three of the eight 60-plus home run seasons in the major leagues. So Sosa is the three of eight 60-plus home run seasons, or Jared Goff has triple citizenship because his father served in the Navy for such a long time. See, this isn't a knowledge test. This is a memory test, Baxter, which mm. means I'm automatically probably going to lose. My memory's awful. So let's see. Um, bum, 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 bum. Trying to remember back now, mm. and I, I'm not remembering. I don't even remember the last time we used this question. But uh, I don't know. Hmm. You well, know what, what seems I'm, more plausible to well, you? Well, you know, the triple citizenship is a seems like it would be a pretty difficult thing to it is. accomplish. But when so your father's in the Navy for 22 years, you see a lot of things. That's true. That's true. But you know what? I'm going to go with the Sammy Sosa one. That is correct. That is yes. Correct. Nicely done. Hey. What do you know? Way to go. The memory served you ah. well, sir. <laughs> Three of the eight 60-plus home run seasons. How many of those, Kevin, were he not on steroids for? None of them. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's <laughs> what I thought. Sure. Well, and, and, and I was going to say the other half of it is, uh, you know, you're talking about wine. You really did put a cork in that answer, so uh-huh. good for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. 
Well, all right. I told him to just wing his answer, and he certainly did it. So way to go. All right. Uh, time for our last slate of panel questions for this gentleman this week. That's right, Doug. The first one's for you. Seven people, including Hall of Fame football players Ronnie Lott, Franco Harris, and Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, were among the people who made a recent trip to meet which, which cultural icon? The Dalai Lama. No, that is incorrect, unfortunately. It was the Pope, the oh. Pontiff, the man who ordained you, yes. Father Father Russell. <laughs> it was the last Pope. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was the retired Pope. Yes, exactly. Uh, Jerry Jones was apparently later seen trying to pay off the Pope to hopefully allow his Cowboys to receive divine blessings for a Super Bowl win. <laughs> uh, the Pope later said he refused the money because he's a Packers fan, though. So there we go. I mean, there's a big G on the helmet. So right, you know, I, exactly. God, yeah, G, I, I don't know. That starts with the J. Right. <laughs> I went to private school. I don't know what you want from me. All right, Kevin. Speaking of the Pope, uh, many folks know that the Michigan football team was recently in Italy, as were you. Maybe yes. Were you guys there together? Did you, did you hang with, with Harbaugh? No, I, everybody <laughs> I saw was like 110 pounds, so there he, were no Michigan he players. He didn't come there. over and have a, have a sleepover with you at the hotel or uh, anything. And do each other's hair and <laughs> wear Throw chairs around. And, yeah. Exactly. So uh, recently the, the total cost of the trip uh, ended up coming out to the public. How much did the school end up having to pay for the entire team to go for that trip? Wow. <laughs> and see, they don't have me booking their airfares, so automatically it jumps, right? <laughs> yes. right. I don't sleep. I look for airfare deals. That's, that's, what, that's what I do. It's pretty <laughs> impressive. It's going to be it's going to be something nuts. It's going to be half a million dollars. Uh, it's more than that. More actually. than half a million. More than half a million, a million now. No, a little under that actually. <laughs> what you got? What you got? Uh, Seven hundred and fifty to eight hundred thousand dollars. They didn't give point, us an official point of order though. Uh, the school didn't pick up the tab for that. An anonymous donor did. Of course they did. Was it the Pope? No. They went to Mass at the Vatican. Um, Yes, there was a lot of pasta and breadsticks, apparently, that they had to buy for all their players. Uh, One of the things that I found interesting, and I don't know how many people watched the little, like, promo video that Michigan put out, but there was a video of uh, Coach Harbaugh making a wish with a coin and throwing it over his shoulder into a a well. And somebody asked him, how, Coach, what would you wish for? And he said, oh, wish for a championship. And immediately he was like, oh, like, oh, you're not supposed to say that. So I wonder now, if Michigan doesn't win the championship (laughs) this year, how many fans are going to find that video and pull it back up and say, Coach, you ruined it before we even started the season. <laughs> they go, they go cut off Trevi Fountain. They're just going like, <laughs> to yeah, cut the water exactly. stream off to Trevi Fountain. Find that coin! <laughs> Shut it down! <laughs> All right, George. The last one here is for you. The Charleston River Dogs, a minor league affiliate of the New York Yankees, recently had to issue an apology for mocking a member of their opponent's team. Which outfielder were they making fun of? I got nothing. You can ask for a hint if you want one. Well, I better get one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, when you put it like that. Uh, he has been considered the most popular yet polarizing figure in all of minor league baseball this season because people say he doesn't deserve to be there. Yeah, I don't have a proper noun. Hmm. Got nothing? Nothing. Nothing for us. Tim Tebow is who we were looking for. Oh. Tim Tebow. I know. Some people, he hasn't been on ESPN for 24 hours, so right. people kind of forgot about him. So <laughs> That was merciless, by the it way. It really was. So a couple of the jokes uh, were constructed as, uh, you know, just you know being targeted at his faith rather than his celebrity status. Uh, the mascot wore his John 316 uh, eye color. Uh, he also Tebowed a lot. And then every time Tebow was at to bat, the Hallelujah Chorus was played as well, too. The, so. other thing <laughs> they did, the other thing they did is before every game, they played the clip of him crying at the end of the SEC <laughs> championship <laughs> <laughs> and and whenever anyone else would hit, it said on the scoreboard, "Not every player is Tim Tebow." Yep. I mean, this was bur- this wow. went on all They took game. way oh. too much time Dang. for this yeah. as well. Too didn't he like do some sort of a bat flip or something I as well too so. that people were just 
You know, I, I like Tim Tebow. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I don't have a problem with him, yeah. but for some reason, people just really get after him because of him getting out of the NFL and then trying to pick up a whole new sport. And well, why, why shouldn't he? I mean, he's, it's not like he's not a legitimate player, right? He's hitting in the two hundreds. Yeah, it's he's than, got a couple home runs. Yeah, no, okay. he's he's not embarrassing himself. At that level, the athletic ability, he's going to be he'll be fine. I mean, now yeah. as he goes up, there's a lot of refinements to the game, right. but as a raw athlete. Yeah, that size. If someone like that came out of college in the draft, they'd be one one of the top picks. Yeah. You know what I mean? That size, the speed, because mm-hmm. he does have speed on baseball terms. The ability to you know the arm and all that stuff. He, mm-hmm. He'd be a big prospect. Absolutely. Well, folks, it's time for me to break up the fun once again. But when we come back, our final contestant will talk draft day. Don't go away. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. Hey guys, this is Baxter Colburn. Just want to take a quick minute to remind all of you to go check us out on social media. You can go find us on Facebook by searching for What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. And while you're on our Facebook page, why not invite some of your friends to come like our Facebook page as well? You can go and check out all the great recordings that we do, behind-the-scenes pictures. You can see the different videos we do with a lot of our panelists as well. And just get to know what's the score a little bit better as well. Also, go check us out on Twitter, at WTS Sports Quiz, and at WTS Sports Quiz on Instagram as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the three most powerful things on the social media spectrum right now. And what's the score is on all of them. Go and check us out today. Welcome back, everyone. This is What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm Josh Shiby, your game master. Our Name 5 panelist showdown is coming up, but first, we have a new game called Draft Day. Here to get the game going is your host at Wing It here in Port Washington, Wisconsin. It's Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We have had a fantastic show today. We wanted to take a quick second to thank everybody at Wing It as well, too, for being so accommodating for us as well, too. We've had a great time. If you are up in the Port Washington area, make sure you come by and check out their great stuff. And also like their Facebook page as well, too, for deals and other great information about their wonderful establishment as well, too. Uh, as Game Master Shabby mentioned, it is time for another game. That's right, and it's time to welcome in our last contestants for today's show. Playing our final game are Christy Holden and Erica Russell. They are the wives of two of our panelists <laughs> hey, here today. Well, welcome to the game. Welcome to the Thanks show, ladies. Being here. Welcome, welcome. Well, we are very excited. Uh, as you may or may not have known by your husband's not returning until far later than you're probably used to. It was draft day a couple of days ago in the NBA. Um, <laughs> Slowest draft ever. It really was. <laughs> it really was. Uh, so we have put together a couple of questions for you uh, in regards to the NBA draft as a whole. So, uh, Game Master Shabby, would you explain the rules for us, please? I can. We'll ask you five questions about the draft, and if you get three out of five correct, you'll win a What's the Score prize. You can ask one of the panelists for a hint, preferably George, as he's not one of your husbands. <laughs> Keeps uh, <laughs> peace in the family. But if you'd like, you can ask for one qu- uh, one hint on only one question. So Maybe sure. two if you ask George. Yeah, well, make sure you choose wisely. Are you ready to play? Yes. All right. All right, here's your first one. Which team famously drafted Sam Bowie ahead of Michael Jordan in the 1984 NFL draft? Was it A, the Portland t- Trail Blazers, not the Timbers, I've got soccer on the mind, B, <laughs> the New York Knicks, <laughs> yes, and, uh, or the Dallas Mavericks? So the Trail Blazers, the Knicks, or the Mavericks? They're consulting. They're thinking They're about consulting. it. A. 
A, the Trailblazers. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Nicely done. One for one. All right, here's your next one. Which team's catchphrase, trust the process, has finally come to fruition after they nabbed first overall pick Markel Fultz, adding into a team with a core of Joel Embiid, Dario Sarek, and Ben Simmons? Was it A, the Philadelphia 76ers, B, the Sacramento Kings, or C, the Los Angeles Clippers? The 76ers. Yes, that is correct. Nicely done. Trust that process, baby. It's a very <laughs> young team, but it should be an exciting team to watch this season as well, too. Yeah, I mean, the... the <laughs> Eventually, is it a whole roster of number one picks? I mean, you I know. think so. <laughs> yeah. is it, are you supposed to be good at some point? I feel like I grew up in Philly, and I was just uh, I was just glad that we didn't draft somebody with a broken leg. Yeah. <laughs> I think your horse was scouted for a while too, George. They're just about ready to take anybody. All right, here is your next question, ladies. Uh, which team drafted Carl Lewis in the tenth round of the 1984 NBA draft? Was it the Cavaliers, the Bulls, or the SuperSonics? have a hint if you'd like to use it. We'll take a hint. We'll take the hint. Who would you like to talk to? Three good-looking gentlemen. Where? <laughs> Let's go with George. George. Oh, all right. Good George. choice. Uh, think Michael Jordan. Oh, thinking about Michael Jordan. So your options again are the Cavaliers, the Bulls, or the Supersonics? That would be the Bulls. That was correct. Yes, the Chicago Bulls. Nicely done. Thanks, George. Mm. <laughs> 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 all right, here is your next question. How many first overall picks have not been born in the United States? Is it A, 4, B, 9, or C, 11? Ooh. You have another hint if you'd like to use it. <laughs> oh, yeah, hint. We're in generous moods today on What's the Score? <laughs> Let's go with Doug. Can I ask Doug for a hint? All right, Doug, how can you help out the, the lovely ladies? Um, Come on, Doug. <laughs> I mean, it's it, you, you've got one of three chances. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the man is helpful. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's um, <laughs> there's so many different ways you could go with okay, this. Okay, so there is there is. Um, Doug is known for his very elaborate hints. So uh, hold on. Uh, so buckle up. This will be one of two for my wife. Will know this one. Okay. Um, my, <laughs> my birthday is involved in one of the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my birthday is <laughs> 4, 9, and 11. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's two of them. My birthday is 11, 9. Yeah. Uh, Wait a minute. It's well she played. knows that. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> That's why I said two of them. She's like, what the heck? I know your birthday, too, because we have the same birthday. That's right. Hey. That's right. Oh, oh, wow. All right. So what do you think, ladies? It looks like you're deciding between 9 and 11. That's. We'll go with nine. Nine. That is incorrect. No, unfortunately. It was 11. 11 what? picks. What? That's right. Well, you and I have the same birthday. Why did I forget that? Wow. I was going to say Drew Bledsoe. That wouldn't have helped either, would no, it? No. I'd have been like, these are how many guys have to play on a football field. This is how many apostles are left. After Rhymes Jesus with seven. Jesus. <laughs> like, so many different ways you could have gone with that. All right. Here's your last question, ladies. Uh, who was the last player to be drafted into the NBA straight out of high school? Was it A, Thon Maker, B, Monta Ellis, or C, Dwight Howard? Thon Maker, Monta Ellis, Dwight Howard. Last player to get drafted straight out of high school. I did not know this until I saw this, this question. I was yes. very surprised by this. I actually knew this. I'm going to wing it here and go D12. 
D12. Look at her throwing like she knows the guy. Oh my gosh, <laughs> me and D. Uh, no, unfortunately, it was Thon Maker, actually, of, of your Milwaukee Bucks. That was the last guy out of high school. I did not know that. He, he, was. he was old enough to go. That he was, was old enough, and he uh, was foreign. So the, there, ah. there's, a diff, there's different rules for foreign-born players. The, the mm. truth is we really don't know how old he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's 27. Can he run for president <laughs> in a couple of years? That's the real question. Game Master Shabby, how did the wives do on our game? They got three out of five correct. They're winners. Hey, Yay! congratulations. Yay! All power to the wives. Well done. Thank you so much for playing, ladies. And congratulations to George for a successful hint. Sorry, Doug, you didn't give a successful hint, but ah. George gets an additional point for that one. Well, congratulations, George. Uh, that'll, that'll certainly Thanks. help come panelist showdown time. Yep, and the moment you've all been waiting for is almost here. Stick around and listen to our panelists duke it out on the Name 5 panelist showdown coming up right after the break. You're listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. everybody, this is Baxter. Just want to take a quick minute to thank you for listening to today's show. One of the things that we love to do on What's the Score is tell you to go check out our website, which is true. We wouldn't tell you if you didn't think it was great. You can find all kinds of great information by heading over to WTSSportsQuiz.com. You can find who tops our current panelist leaderboard. You can find archive shows, other great places of where to listen to What's the Score, and of course, get to meet the awesome staff that makes Game Master Shivey and I's job so much easier each and every week. Head over to WTSSportsQuiz.com today and check it out. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for listening to What's the Score? The Sports News Quiz. I'm your game master, Josh Scheibe. Our panelists have been getting ready for their final showdown, and while they do, here's your host at Wing It in Port Washington, Wisconsin, Baxter Colburn. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everybody. We've had a terrific show today. A very special thanks to Wing It and our three terrific panelists today as well, too. Doug Russell, George Mallet, and I think Kevin Holden's wife is here as well, too. I don't know if Kevin's here, but uh, no, no, uh, we, we've had a lot of fun today. We've uh, definitely enjoyed uh, in, uh, the atmosphere here at Winget as well, too. So a big thanks to everybody at Winget for making us feel so at home today as well, too. With all that being said, Game Master Shabby, what time is it? It's time for the Name 5 Panelist Showdown! Our panelists will be given four topics in which they'll have ten seconds to name five people, teams, places, or things related to the sports world. Each panelist will have the same category. However, they cannot repeat answers. One point is awarded for each correct answer. Game Master Shibe, can you give us the scores, please? I can. Uh, sorry, Doug and George are tied at two, and Kevin's in the lead with three. Oh, all right. Ooh. So flip your magic coin so we know who's going first, Mr. Shibe. There it is. It's in the air. It's Doug. Oh, all right. right. You sounded so excited about that. (laughs) What what are our panelists playing for today, Game Master They are playing for a gift certificate to Wing It here in Port Washington. All right. That's exciting. Looking forward to that. Thanks to Wing It for providing that for us. I might have to throw the game so I can walk home with (laughs) with that instead. All right, Doug, you're going to be leading us off. You're going to be naming five current NFL quarterbacks. Ten seconds and go. Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. Um, let's see. Uh, Jared Goff. Um, Drew Brees. And Ooh, he got four. All right, he got four. Those are good four ones, though. I mean, that's that's nicely done. 
All right, George, over to you. Current NFL quarterbacks, you cannot repeat answers. Ten seconds and go. Joe Flacco, Tom Brady, uh, uh, I can't think of the Eagles quarterback. Ooh, so he got two. He got two. All right, Kevin, over to you, sir. Six have been said. Still many an option for you. Ten seconds and go. Matthew Stafford, Eli Manning, Russell Wilson, Philip Rivers, and Dak Prescott. There you go. He got all five. Way to go, Kevin. Well done. All right. Uh, we'd like to be nice to our panelists, so this next round uh, is a little bit uh, up for open interpretation. So uh, <laughs> okay. Game Master Shibe is going to give points for best answers um, based off of that. So uh, round number two is you're going to be naming five players that LeVar Ball says his son <laughs> Lonzo is better than. So, George, you get ten seconds uh, whenever you're ready and go. Uh, Dwayne Wade, Michael Jordan, uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Magic Johnson. Ooh, any more? Uh, one more? Oh, all right, he got four. Nicely done, nicely done. All right, Kevin, over to you. Five players that LeVar Ball says Lonzo is better than. Ready and go. Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Bill Russell, Nate Archibald, and did you say Wilt Chamberlain? No, no, I didn't. Did not. There you go. He got five again. <laughs> Way to go, Kevin. <laughs> Running away with it early. <laughs> All right, Doug has been furiously scribbling over there, so let's see uh, what he's got for us. Hello? Oh, there we go. Okay. Ten seconds on the clock here for Doug, and begin. Uh, Akeem Olajuwon, Larry Bird, Dr. J, Oscar Robertson, David Robinson, Ralph Sampson. Um, <laughs> okay, you got five. We got five. That's all we needed to know. All right. Nicely done. Way to go. <laughs> I think you got seven or eight. <laughs> I, 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 I stopped counting after five. That's as high as I can count. That's it. <laughs> That private school education. Makes me perfect for this game. But Does not Monte well. Ellis. Monte Ellis does <laughs> Monte not qualify. Ellis. No, exactly. And Thonmaker as well, too. All right. Here is your next round, starting with you, Kevin. You're going to be naming five NHL teams. Ten seconds and go. Chicago Blackhawks, St. Louis Blues, Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers, <laughs> Vancouver Canucks. Yes, that's five. Way to go. Nicely done. <laughs> Continuing to run away with it. My goodness. Uh, Doug, over to you, sir. Ten seconds. NHL teams can't repeat answers and go. St. Louis Blues, Colorado Avalanche, Anaheim Ducks, LA Kings, and the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Hey, I was wondering if someone was going to throw the Knights in there. Way to go. All right, George, still plenty of teams to choose from. Ten seconds and begin. Uh, The Philadelphia Flyers, the Boston Bruins, the Montreal Canadiens, the... uh, the the Columbus Blue Jackets. He Blue got Jackets is good. four. That's worth two, I think. I, the Blue Jackets is a great <laughs> guess. Yes, four for George. Nicely done. All right, this last round, um, before we get to that, Game Master Shabby, what are the scores currently? George is in third with 12, Doug's in second with 16, and Kevin still has the lead, this time with 18. Ooh. Ooh. All right, so we are nice and close. Uh, so who is going to go first here, Game Master Shibe? That would be George. All right, George. Uh, we are looking for cities that have an NFL team, an NBA team, an MLB team, and an NHL team <laughs> in the general metropolitan area <laughs> of that city, I'm if so- that makes any sense to you. Did you say hockey, too? Yeah, so the, f- the, big, the big four, basically, is what we're looking for. I believe there is... There's there's uh, there's a little over 15, I believe, total of this. So uh, your options are kind of few and far between, but we have that official list in front of us. So 
Ten seconds. George, the floor will be yours to name five, if you can. Are you ready to go, sir? Yes. All right. Ten seconds, and go. New York City, Boston, Philadelphia, uh, <coughs> Dallas. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Ooh, he got four. Yes. Nicely done. Nicely done. Dallas and Dallas, technically the NFL and, and MLB are in the suburb area in Arlington, but as we mentioned, we're looking for that metropolitan area. Who's up next, Mr. Mr. Doug will be next. Doug will be next. What is Doug looking at currently? Doug has 16. He needs two to tie, Kevin, and as many as, as five. Uh, bleh, excuse me. Words. I can <laughs> speak words. Five if he can get them. All right, <laughs> Mr. Russell, 10 seconds and go. Phoenix, Denver, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Miami. There you go. He got five. Nicely done, Mr. Russell. Holy cow. All right, so what does Kevin Holden need? Kevin now needs three to tie with Doug and four to win. All right, Kevin. It's all on you, sir. Ten seconds and go. I've got San Francisco, Chicago, D.C., Detroit, and I think I'm, I, I'm done. I don't know if I know another one. Um... There's at least one more on my list. So that was two. Uh, Minneapolis was also hanging around as well, too. Nobody said Minneapolis. Um, Looking through the rest of the list here as well, too. L.A. was said. Denver, Atlanta, Chicago, Philly, Phoenix, San Fran, uh, D.C., Miami, Boston, Detroit, Minneapolis, uh, New York City, Dallas as well, too. So Game Master Shabby, with that being said, Denver, Atlanta also on that list. Uh, Who is our champion of our Name 5 Panelist Showdown? Well, George is in third with 16, Kevin's in second with 20, and Doug's the big winner with 21 points. Hey, congratulations. Play to win. Doug Russell is the official (laughs) champion of Uh our Name 5 Panelist Showdown, taking home the Wing It certificate as well, too. So congratulations to you on your victory, Mr. Russell. My goodness, what a what a what a fun event, Game Master Shabby! What oh, a yeah. what a great panel! What a lot of fun we had through and through, uh, Doug. I believe it's been a little bit since you've won on what's the score. Did you win at Lefts? I don't remember if you if you took that home. Did or I win at Lefts? I don't think I did. I don't think so. I think Barry Nelson. I think was our champion because yeah, right? Kevin one. couldn't yeah. name stadiums, and his wife kicked him out of the house That's that night. Still, <laughs> right. remember still that. Still a problem. Still yeah. bringing that up. Name five stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been to all of them. There's too many. Ah, I don't know. Well, congratulations to you. Doug, uh, George, obviously great to have you back on the show as well, too. It was for fun you. to be we, here. We didn't work any horse racing into you the show. You get some horse racing so. questions in there. I might get into the money. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. But uh, we always War appreciate emblem. you taking That's time. That's all I got. There you go. <laughs> uh, and Kevin, uh, very close to a victory this week, but uh, second place, still not bad. That's, uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm the Buffalo Bills of this thing. Every time we come in here, it's, you know, it's a second place. It's but true. It's, you it's won your very fun. first time on the show. We always talk about this. You won your very first time, and then ever since then, you've, you've never once been on the top of the medal stand again. Yeah, I've just floundered. I was rookie of the year and then just a fizzle from there, basically. <laughs> well, we, we, once we found out what the uh, what the prize was today, your wife told me, she's like, you can't let Kevin win. We're trying to, you know, keep trying to let him lose <laughs> weight. Yeah, he's got to look good for TV. So, <laughs> That's all right. understandable to that regards. But uh, we, we appreciate all of you, of course, for, having, for being on the program today. What's the Score has been a production of Public House Media. A very special thanks to our contestants and studio audience here at Wing It in Port Washington. Our panelists this week have been Kevin Holden, George Mallet, and Doug Russell. Our marketing directors are Emily Heffler and Megan Landvatter. Our show writers were David Bobke, Caleb Pearson, Noel Alberto, and Ryan Salmon. 
Our theme was composed by Danny Hoffenstein. Our show producer was David Bobke. And the executive director of What's the Score is Liz Colburn. I've been your game master, Josh Scheibe. And I've been your host, Baxter Colburn. Thank you to Wingen for having us today, and thank you for listening in. We'll see you next time on What's the Score.